The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, DJs, it is Friday, September 29th. We have NFL Week 4 bets. MLB regular season wraps up, comes down to this weekend. Plus, I guess, a rain-suspended game on Monday. <laughs> You're welcome, Marlins. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, wow, we got a lot to bet on today, it seems. Yeah, a little pre-show talk, and uh, looks looks like uh, we're going to cover a lot of football today not much to talk about last night both quarterbacks didn't play extremely well david montgomery was probably the highlight what do you have like 130 yards and three touchdowns it's it's almost like these running backs are starting to decide that they matter (laughs) maybe maybe since nobody wants to pay them maybe that's the motivation here but uh otherwise i mean obviously i don't watch it but a ho-hum game did you watch it i watched uh, the first half, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and, and then listen, Green Bay started putting up some points in the second half and we were talking about it in the discord last night. It's like, Hey, can Green Bay make a run? I was like, my problem is, yeah, the, the Detroit defense is suspect enough to allow Green Bay to score some points. However, their offense is still too good. And uh, yeah, I, Green Bay, I, I wouldn't say they made it a game in the second half. I, I, I didn't watch the second half. I saw by the scoreboard that they made it closer in the second half, but I don't think it was like that first half. I was just like, oh man, yeah, not not much for me to watch uh, this uh, this game for. So yeah, I, t- I tuned it off at the the halftime. And you know, kudos to Detroit's defense because it has been the weak spot for them the last couple years. They made Green Bay one dimensional. Green Bay could not get anything going on the ground. I think I saw Aaron Jones maybe had twenty seven yards total now obviously as the game scripted at the ball but kudos to the lions for saying hey if you're going to beat us jordan love's going to be the guy and you know through two interceptions a little over 200 yards that was just a little bit too much for jordan love we like this detroit team uh they're that i mean what one game away from being undefeated so um i don't know i bet the vegas line is why we talked after the after the show yesterday. I'm like, man, I think I fucked up. I should have been on the Lions. And <laughs> sure enough, <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, man, I I really do like this Lions team, and I, I like Jared Goff. Like for years of me hating Jared Goff for the Rams, I'm I'm happy for him. I'm happy that he's seeing success, and I'm happy that the Lions are good as a result of him. The Rams got what they needed out of the deal too. They won their Super Bowl. But it's nice. It's nice to see that that Goff is just not Goff bot. All those years of me saying he's like a fucking Madden quarterback uh, uh, controlled by uh, Sean McVay. 
Um, He's more than that. He wasn't more than that last night. He was good enough last night, but he has shown that he can be more than enough. Okay, nine you say that you have that you're betting on, so we better get to it. Uh, Much like I do in baseball, I will try and blow through these. Let's start off. Pretty much I go by the time slot. We're going to be on the East Coast. The Atlanta Falcons are going to Jacksonville, take on the Jaguars, and I think the Jaguars have a little sour taste that they need to get out of their mouth. Not a good performance from Jacksonville last week. I do expect a home rebound uh, for Travis NTN, Trevor Lawrence, and the crew. The Falcons are okay. I just don't think they're a playoff team like we believe Jacksonville is. If Jacksonville is going to take that next step, next step into the next echelon of contenders, this is a game that they need to handle convincingly. I will lay those three points and put my money on the Jaguars. This is not just an East Coast game, Panther. This is a uh, international. It's an international game. This this will be the game that's happening in London. Uh, gotta love those London games. The Jaguars and the and um, of course, uh, is, it, is it Nick Khan? I I forget the the Khan that owns. There's the one that owns AEW, and then there's his father. Oh, uh, you know, Khan. It is Khan. Khan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so they've got all those games that happen in London. As a result of that, this is one of them. So. If you think about this, it is a neutral ter- neutral game, right? And, you know, there is no home team. And you got the Jaguars minus three. So you're saying that it would be the Jaguars minus six if they were at home against the Falcons? And I just don't buy that. So I think the value on this line is probably on the Falcons at this point in time. Do I see them winning? Uh, there's a slight possibility that they win this one because international games are fucking weird. I'll probably lean the uh, lean the Falcons with the points in this one. All right. I lied to you pre-show. I told you I had one dog. I have three. I'm just going through my script here. We'll see I know, I know, I know you have one dog that you and I are just going to disagree with. I'm spoiler alert. There is absolutely one dog that you're betting on that I'm going to disagree with. Well, let's see if this is a game that we disagree on. This is probably the game of the weekend. The Miami Dolphins are hitting the road, taking on the Buffalo Bills. And I'm sure there could possibly be an overreaction to Miami's 70-point outburst. But I question, is it an overreaction? This Miami team, when Tua has been on the field, has been as good of an offensive team as we've seen by anybody in the NFL. And this team now has two viable running backs. You could even argue they have three or four. Tyreek Hill is explosive. Waddle is healthy. And Tua, as long as he stays upright, is playing out of his mind, going against a Buffalo team that we kind of question because of that week one loss to the Jets. But they've looked, looked apart the last couple of weeks. They're at home and only giving up two and a half. But I'm telling you, I, is it crazy for me to say that I trust the Dolphins' offense more than I do the Bills. The Bills still can't run the ball. Their best running back is probably Josh Allen, and I think Miami is more explosive and more balanced. I like the Dolphins to win this game outright. I'm going to take the two-and-a-half points, but I think Miami stays undefeated. All right, for some of our older listeners, you probably remember like some late night shows where there was like a psychic that held an envelope up to his head and then opened up the uh, prediction card to to read it. And uh, here you go. That's me opening up an envelope right there to say, 
I knew this was going to happen, that there was a dog that you were betting on that I was going to be on the opposite side. And how did I know that? Because for now the third week in a row, I'm fading the Miami Dolphins. And probably for the third week in a row, I'll be wrong. But I'm betting Buffalo here. I'm betting the home team. Divisional games are weird. I think Buffalo shows up for this one. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. I don't think it's going to be one-sided with Miami like pulling away. I think Buffalo wins this one and covers $25 bet on the Bills. All right, next game up. We're going to the central time zone. And don't laugh when I say these two teams. But we're looking at this Denver Broncos at Chicago Bears. Stop it. Stop. No, stop (laughs) it. Just stop it. I'm betting this game. Listen. The Bron- I'm shitting on Russell Wilson. I'm shitting on the Broncos. I shit on them every chance I get, except this game. The Broncos at least have some upside. At least Russell Wilson knows how to read a defense. At least Russell Wilson knows how to check out of a play into another play if he sees a defense he doesn't like. Justin Fields does not. Justin Fields is more athletic. Justin Fields arguably has a better arm. But Justin Fields, I'm starting to think, doesn't have much between the ears to play quarterback at this level. I don't like the talent around either team, but I do think the Broncos have the better defense, and I do think the Broncos have the better offense. The Broncos are winning this game, and they're covering the three and a half. I just want, at least, I, I just want to lean the Bears because I could zero zero is a possibility, right? I mean, zero zero tie <laughs> is, is a fucking possibility here. So I guess I should lean the Bears. Uh, no, moral support lean on Denver with you. This is, oh my God, this is absolutely the fucking game that I, if it goes to red zone, I'd be surprised because I, I couldn't imagine them getting to the red zone. That, that's my point here. Probably like a pick six or something like that. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. They, I, we could probably see. Scoring because of a pick six. There you go. Uh, next game up, talking about those divisional battles. Baltimore going to take on the uh, see the Baltimore Browns will take on the Cleveland Browns, which are really never really the original Cleveland Browns. But Cleveland is, I think, better than you gave them credit for, and Baltimore is not as good as I want to make them. Now, granted, as we talked about when we did did our you know Monday morning quarterback rehab session. Baltimore has been fighting injuries the early part of the season. They've been missing two offensive linemen. They're missing every single running back at some point in the season. They might get a running back or two back for this game, but they're on the road taking on a Browns team that still played pretty good last week without Nick Chubb. I don't think their running rushing game is dead because they don't have Nick Chubb. They did sign Kareem Hunt, and Ford has proven himself to be perfectly capable. But the thing we're ignoring here is that Browns defense, in their two victories, the Browns defense had given up three points in each one of those games. If the Browns defense can keep Baltimore in check, this could be another victory for the Browns. But I think after last week's letdown by the Ravens, Lamar Jackson and crew gets things going. I think they win the game, but if they don't, I'm taking those three points because it's going to be a close game. Give me Baltimore plus the three for 25 bucks. Yeah, listen, I I totally understand what you're saying with the Ravens and their injuries. I just, I, they haven't impressed me this season. Like, I, I know the injuries. They just haven't been a team that, like, I look out there and it excites me. 
Uh, week one, they beat Houston, and it was closer than the scoreboard says. And you play that game this week, and I almost feel like Houston keeps it within a field goal. Division games are weird. I think I listen. Maya culpa. Yeah, I do think the Browns are better than I'm giving them credit for. Um, I I think Baltimore with the points, you're getting plus three on Baltimore, right? That's that's the line that I think yeah. I saw. I think that is the play. I'll give you a moral support lean here, but I would not be stunned if the Browns win this one because yeah, you're right. I think the Browns are playing better than I expected, and the Ravens just as of now have not impressed me. Oh, I agree. Um, almost like the Philadelphia Eagles, we have not seen their best. Not even close to their best. So I've seen more from Philadelphia. I've seen more from Philadelphia than I have from the Ravens. I've seen more of the. I I was just like, Philadelphia is like right there at the cusp. I think this. I said it. I said it on the Monday show. I was like, fucking league, watch out because Philadelphia is about to get fucking good. (laughs) If the Ravens don't get off the offensive snide here and start scoring some points, I'm going to start calling for John Harbaugh's head. I'm just saying. Harbaugh for Harbaugh. How about you switch him out? (laughs) See (sighs) see if it matters. Don't know if I would do that. <laughs> Next game up, you talked about this team. It's the Houston Texans are at home hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this, listen, I'm surprised by both of these. I think the Steelers, I don't know if they're better than I thought they would be, but their record is better than I thought they would be. And Houston, Houston, I mean, we had them as arguably probably the worst team going into the season. And then we do our D-Gen rank, and we don't even have them in the bottom five. This team's not bad. And part of the reason they're not bad, the biggest reason they're not bad, I'm already engraving his name. C.J. Stroud is your NFL Rookie of the Year. This kid just continues to throw. He's making uh, playmakers out of wide receivers that nobody's heard of. And you've got uh, Robert Woods kind of coming out of nowhere to start uh, catching balls again. He's kind of been not heard from for the last couple of years. I think Houston actually wins this game. Pittsburgh is not, I mean, they're just, they're blah. This is a 20 point team. Their upside is, is capped because Kenny Pickett is just at best a serviceable quarterback. Najee Harris has not turned out to be the running back that I think they thought they drafted. And I really not with Deontay Johnson injured, their wide receiver core has been mediocre at best. I think the Houston Texans win this game. I'll take my three points at home, but I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on Houston on that money line. I love Houston here. I totally agree. I'm betting this one too. This is ding, ding, ding. I, I, man, listen, I do think Pittsburgh probably wins this one in a close one like i if if you're telling me who do i trust more from a coaching standpoint there's not many people in this league that i trust more than mike tomlin so i do think he'll coach this way to a win but quarterback talent wise i'm sorry pittsburgh's overmatched in this one i love what i've seen from cj stroud i mean we can already say that he's the best ohio state quarterback that's ever played in the NFL. Like I, I can say three, it right now. Three best, games in. Three games in. Best Ohio State quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Uh because we talked about uh the the other one that's playing right now and uh he's not looking too good out there. Um love Houston in this one. Uh not just moral support, uh betting the Texans. Next game up. Oh man. The battle of winless teams. The Minnesota Vikings are going to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. 
Minnesota is easily, I think, easily the best winless team. This is a team that has way too much talent to be 0-3. Yes, their defense is a little suspect. And yes, they've kind of struggled. And you, you brought it up. The close games. They're in close games and they're not finishing them. They're not winning these close games. At a four-point line, I don't think this is a close game. I'm really stunned that this is only four points. I don't know who the quarterback this week is going to be for Carolina, but I really don't think it matters. Outside of the quarterback position, I don't know what Carolina is really bringing to the table. I think Minnesota wins this one running away. 25 bucks on the Vikes. They ha- I mean, they have to win. <laughs> They have to. Uh, Everybody's listen, fired if they don't. I, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton had a hell of a game last week. Um, you, you know, Thielen's going to be a little bit fucking pumped to face his former team, Carolina at home. They ain't winning this one. I the man, Vikings, Vikings got to fucking run away with this one. And I just don't know if they do. I'm going to lean Carolina at home with the points. I, I, I really think the Vikings are going to take a good look in the mirror. After this game, even even if they win, and and say, should we trade Kirk Cousins? Like I really think that I, I know the chatter is there, but I, I I'm wondering if you know if now's the time to say, hey, let's look around the league. Who's uh, hope for an injury maybe this week? <laughs> you know, not 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 the Jets. Um, look for another team that gets injured, and maybe I, I up Kirk Cousins. I. This, Whew, what a disaster. But yeah, I mean, it, the pendulum slung, right? It, that that was it. They won all the close games last year. They're losing close games this year. Um, so it better not be a close game for them. I think you're totally right. They got to fucking run away with this one. But Andy Dalton, Red, Red Rifle. Goddamn, got to love what he did last week. It was a Kirk Cousins-esque performance from Andy Dalton last week. Next game up, we're going to Nashville. The Tennessee Titans are going to host our Cincinnati Bengals. Tennessee, I mean, we, we've liked Tennessee over the years. They're, they're not flashy. Derrick Henry's carried the weight of that team for a long time. But now it's almost like they got old overnight. This is not a good Tennessee team. The defense is subpar. The offense is lacking explosion. They basically traded away all of their offensive weapons. So now it's Derrick Henry, and I don't even know. I literally, really do not know who Ryan Tannehill is is throwing to I can't name a single wide receiver going against a Bengals team where look out guys preseason's over right I the same thing as last year they got off really slow start Joe Burrow had to kind of get his feet wet get the rust off he stood upright at a great showing last week and now they're going to go on the road against a completely overmatched Tennessee Titans team I'm stunned that this is only two and a half so it's either trappish or the absolute lock of the weekend. I am hammering my Bengals for twenty-five bucks. Ah, here you go. You want a wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans? Uh, you got to remember they jettisoned AJ Brown and uh, they brought in DeAndre Hopkins. So that is that is that is, that is the top wide receiver for Tennessee. Uh, bad choice, D Hop. It seems like you made the bad choice. You should have probably went to a contender because this Tennessee Titans team is is not looked like one. They've got the one win over the Chargers, that overtime win uh, this season. Um, 
Now, granted, their two losses on the season were on the road. They are at home. It was a close loss at New Orleans in week one. And so this team could easily be two and one, but you know, abs- absolutely got destroyed by Cleveland last week. I think they bounce back a bit, but still, I think this is the week we, you know, last week the Bengals offense started to click a little bit more. This is now week four. I think this is like preseason. <laughs> you know, we, this is now like regular season week one for them. I think the Bengals get it done. I'm betting them as well. $25 bet on Cincinnati. Next game up, my so-called Homer team, the Las Vegas Raiders are hitting the road going against the Chargers. I, I don't even know where to go here. I, I think I saw something the other day where if you Josh McDaniels is nine and twenty-four as a head coach. And if you take away the six games where he had one of his Patriot uh counterparts on his staff who was videotaping other teams' practices that they won, um he's three and twenty-four. I I don't know where to go with, with this McDaniels thing. I don't know where to go with my Raiders team. There's talent here. There's definitely talent. You got Jacobs. You got Devontae Adams. Garoppolo is better than average. The defense has improved, and still, this team looks like absolute dog shit. Going against a Chargers team that is much, to me, they're much like the Bengals. It takes them a little bit to get warmed up. The Chargers do charger things up a lot, but I don't think this is a situation where they charger things up. I don't care if Eckler plays or doesn't play. If Eckler does play, it gets a lot worse. But at minus five, I think the Chargers win this hands down. I'll lay the points, put my money on the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, Vegas, uh, I think per Dijon ranks and per a lot of people's ranks, uh, one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, can't get you five. Oh, I can still get you the five. Oh, look at that. I can get you the five. It's minus five and a half at most books, but there is a, a rogue five out there. You can still get it. Uh, I miss, I just don't trust the Chargers either, man. And this, this uh, divisional games are weird. I think the Raiders show up, keep it closer this week. I don't know. Um they got a lot of talent on that team. I think that talent at some point is going to click to a degree. I'll lean the Raiders with the points here, but I don't think there's any chance that they fucking win this one. <sighs> exhausting. Last Speaking, game. Of- you're, you're, you're about to say uh, exhausting and last game. I think we should take a break. You need a little breather from all the stock. We'll finish your game. I still got a couple more after this, and we still got to do lightning rounds. So maybe we'll take a break, cover some more NFL in the second half of the show, because we're already 22 minutes in. Unbelievable. Lots of NFL action. Let's take a break, and then we'll be back. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get 
up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back, possibly never left. Yeah, Panther, your last game. What are you on? Sunday Night Football. The Kansas City Chiefs. The Swifties will be in full force as they hit the road and go to New York Jets. This is another one of those games where really good team, Super Bowl aspirations going against really bad team. I never liked the Jets, even with Aaron Rodgers. I absolutely hate the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think the Chiefs just actually steamroll. They've st- they found a little bit of an assemblance of a running game. Pacheco went off last week. Kelsey is in love, and Patrick Mahomes is laughing. There's no, you know, the, no focus on Mahomes. It's all on Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Eight and a half's a lot, but I don't think the Chiefs have any trouble here. Give me the Chiefs for 25 bucks. Yeah, I totally agree. I'm going to eat the chalk with you. I think, I think the Chiefs run away with this one. Uh, this is a... Double-digit win for Kansas City, even on the road in New Jersey. Um, now, the weather could be a little bit of an issue. Um, I don't know. I, like, it's been rainy as hell. I made the joke about the the, gra- the grounds crew once again fucked up at, at City Field. So that, that game got suspended last night. Miami uh, uh, now has to play the rest of their suspended game on Monday, which could be the deciding factor in the playoffs, by the way. Uh, they are The Marlins are lucky that the uh, Cubs just got swept by the Braves. Um because now they have to fucking worry about a suspended game. And, and that's been the weather lately. It's just been rainy and crappy over here. So, I mean, that maybe that plays a factor in slowing things down a bit. But, I, man, it's got to be a fucking monsoon. And and Mahomes might, might not be able to see for them to not win by double digits here. $25 bet on Chiefs. I did nine games and apparently did not cover all four of yours. What else do you have? I think I had five, maybe. I got one more left, and uh, I don't know if I can say this in the NFL. I don't think I've ever said this before in the NFL. I know I've said it in baseball. I know I've said it in basketball. Maybe I've said it in hockey, but I'm going to say it here in the NFL. I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off and talk about my Los Angeles Rams on the road against the Colts. Uh, Rams played a tough, close game against Cincinnati last week. Um this Rams team has showed me a lot. They, the offense line needs to get their heads out of their asses, that's for sure, and, and fucking protect Stafford. Um, if there was any weakness, maybe the Colts could exploit that. I got the Rams outright winning this one. I'll take the point and a half, but yeah, go Rams. $25 bet on the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, this is one of those games where my head agrees with you. If you didn't tell me what the line was and just said it's the Rams at the Colts, I'm thinking Rams minus three or four. The line's even, and that really just throws me for an absolute loop. Uh, The Colts, I think, much like the Texans, are better than I thought they would be. And if Anthony Richardson plays, then I'd like the Colts' chances even better. But that line just has me absolute spooked. I'm leaning the Colts, 
But for betting purposes, this is an absolute stay away game for me. All right. Lightning round time. Washington plus nine, Philadelphia minus nine. That's a lot of points, but if anybody's going to do it, it will be the Eagles. Um, shorter week, but I still think the Eagles take care of business. Uh, I would lean the Eagles. Same here. All right. Tampa Bay plus three and a half, New Orleans minus three and a half. Um, I actually, I would take Tampa Bay. New Orleans didn't do jack shit when Derek Carr went down. Jameis Winston has struggled as an NFL quarterback. I get he will be motivated to go against his former team, but I don't think it matters. I like the Bucks. Same here. I'll take the Bucks with the points there. Uh, Arizona plus 14, San Francisco minus 14. Divisional game. Arizona is not near as bad as everybody thought. I am an actual believer this team might actually find a way to get to 500. They're not bad. I don't know how they're not bad. I don't even know who's on, the, who's on this team anymore. But 14 points, it's a stay. Because, listen, the 49ers are fully capable of covering that kind of line. I'm just not willing to lay it here. I'll lean the Niners, but I could not bet this one. I, I totally agree. I don't, I, it could go either way. Like my, my handicapping says that this could go either way. San Francisco could run away with this one by more than 14 points. Most times I have this at about eight or nine points, San Francisco winning. So I'll lean Arizona here with the 14. Which that is, no, I, I think New England, Dallas is the last one. I, I think I, I was I thought I thought we were done. Uh, New England plus six and a half, Dallas minus six and a half. Uh, man, now we're just questioning which Dallas team shows up. New England's offensively challenged. I don't think they can get to 20 points against the wind, but they might get to more than 20 against that Dallas defense. I don't think that Dallas defense is good as the week one Giants team might be closer to. Well, I don't know. They're not they're not as bad as they were in a COVID year. Uh, I mean, Dallas is winning this game. I'm just not laying that many points on Dallas. Uh, same here. I'll lean Dallas in this one, but I think they have a bounce back, but I, I couldn't bet this one. Okay, that's NFL Panther baseball time. Baseball, I got three. We'll start off with the Philadelphia Phillies taking on your Metropolitans. Uh, who we got? Tawan Walker on the mound for the Phillies, who have officially clinched. They're in uh, going against Tyler McGill. McGill's pitched really well, and it would be easy to fade the Mets just because uh, they have nothing to play for, but they've actually shown some heart. I think you've got guys on this team that are playing really hard that want to be part of next year's team and the future of this organization. And I think you're seeing some of that. Maybe that's a little bit more of what the Mets need to, to factor in. That said, the Phillies are just better. They have better offense. They have better pitching. I, I don't know if they have necessarily much better pitching in this particular game, but the hitting is there. They've been on fire on this late season push. It's not too much chalk. I'll take the Phillies. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll lean, uh, moral support, lean the Phillies with you. But yeah, if it comes down to recency and comes down to pitching, McGill has been pitching better than Walker. Walker has just been, they need Walker to get right for the playoffs. So Philadelphia wants to make a run. They need this guy. Uh, earlier in the season, he was he was near Cy Young, you know, nominee <laughs> earlier in the season. Dude is going out there and, you know, pitching uh, like, a, like a workhorse should but he's just not having the results that he was earlier in the season. So uh, lean the Phillies with you, but this could be a dangerous game for them. Yep, that's what I'm seeing. Could be a dangerous game. Next game up, the San Diego Fathers are at the White Sox, even though they I lost that game yesterday. Oh, actually, I didn't bet on it. Ha! 
you bet on it. Sorry. Uh, it's still fade the White Sox season. The the Padres are going to – I don't even know who this kid is. I can't even read my own handwriting. What to say, McKinnon? Uh, the, uh, for who? For the Padres? San Diego. Oh, yeah. uh, San Diego's Martinez. That's oh, pitching. it's Nick Martinez. That's yeah. who it is. He's, he's an opener. He's not going to pitch his five innings. But, um, you know, going against Dylan Cease is probably why there's maybe some value on San Diego. Dylan Cease is a decent pitcher. There's just, the White Sox are terrible. They're absolutely terrible. So I'm going to eat the 140 and put my money on the Fathers. Uh, yeah, I'll lean the Fathers with you. I, it was a tad bit out of my comfort zone to bet fucking San Diego. <laughs> but, yeah, it's the White Sox. So. Uh, do they lose out the rest of the way? Probably. So maybe, maybe uh, just to eye up the fucking uh, Panther three and out this whole weekend. Possibly. Uh, last game up for me. It's, it's playoff time for some teams. Playoffs start right now for the Cincinnati Reds. Their season is on the end, on the brink. They've got to win out and probably still even get some help. They start tonight at St. Louis, throwing Williamson on the mound, going against John Woodford for the Cardinals. I don't think the pitchers really matter. It's not one of the aces, if you will, for the Reds, but they absolutely have to win. If you can't beat the Cardinals, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs anyway. I'll take the Cincinnati Reds for 10 bucks. That's funny. I'm betting five games today, and this is the first one I think that I'm betting with you, right? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I'm betting the Reds. Yeah, we'll lock that into the DJ parlay. I like the line movement in this one, too. Uh, uh, Reds open up as a – well, I – I like the line movement, but I also don't like the line movement because we could have gotten them at a plus line at some point in time. Uh, but yeah, the steam is in our direction. I I like when I see uh, the sports books kind of panic a little bit with with a line, and that's that that this one. This was Reds plus one ten down to minus one twenty seven at some books. Panther at, at a book that I really like their lines minus one twenty seven at that book. So um, we'll take the minus one oh eight ten dollar bet on the Reds. Yeah, I think if you like the Reds here, you got to get it early because it'll probably even still get worse as the day goes on. Those are my baseball plays. You've got more. I do. Listen, X Chris has joined. He left and then he joined again. Hopefully he can hear me as I say this because Cleveland is at Detroit. And you know what I'm doing? X Chris is in the chat. I'm, yes. Fade the Tigers. No, I am betting the Tigers. I know what you're thinking. Wentz, terrible name. In all sports, Wentz, just horrible. You never want a Wentz uh, throwing for you in any sport. I get that. But Quantrill's been hittable. I think the Tigers at home, they recover from the, the Wentz fucking uh, ordeal. They win. $10 bet on the Tigers. Yeah, we're at the end. I mean, the families are starting to plan their, uh, I don't know, Disney trips or Hawaii trips. I mean, these two teams are going nowhere. It's so hard to bet teams with nothing really bested. Detroit's got the better hitting. Cleveland's got the better pitching. It's Wentz. I can't do it. I'll give you moral support, but it's Joey fucking Wentz. There's no way I'm betting the Tigers with Wentz on the mound. All right. Next one up for me, talking about two teams going nowhere. It's the Yankees at the Royals. Uh, Yankees going to put Rodon on the mound. I think Rodon wants to have one more solid outing before the end of the season. I like the Yankees. Minus 146 I think is the Best line I can get, 142, minus 142. Yankees, going to win this one. $10 bet on New York. God, how bad are the Yankees when you're only minus 146 against the Royals? 
I think there is some incentive for Carlos Verdone in a lost season for him personally and for the Yankees as an organization for him to pitch well. So I do expect him to go out and at least try and, and pitch a good game against a, a young Royals team. It's just nothing went right. Now, they're very young, and they're getting some kids in there to get some at-bats, but I think they're overmatched here. The line, I mean, it's kind of suspect, isn't it? I just feel like it should be worse, but I'm with you. I like the Yankees, just not enough to bet it. The line kind of stinks to me. All right, a uh, little bit of a flyer play here. I faded Waldachuk last time out for Oakland, and he shut me up. Can he uh, Can he produce two games in a row? Well, I'm hoping so because – I'm I like Oakland with this plus line here. It's a dwindling plus line, which, you know, again, from a betting standpoint, you, you know, you open up at plus 130. Some books have this down to plus 118. I can still grab plus 125 on the A's, and that's what I'm going to do here. Ten dollar bet on Oakland. I think they stun and beat the Angels. Oh, Angels. <laughs> I bet this is a team and fans. I just can't wait for the season to be over. Uh, there's reason to be optimistic on the A's. I mean, again, a young team and Waldachuk has, I mean, I shit on Waldachuk for the vast majority of the season, but the last third of the season, he has actually pitched pretty well. I had even picked him up in my fantasy team at one point. I'm with you. As long as you can still get the plus line, I like the A's. No way I bet it, but I'll give you moral support. All right. Uh, I won't say it's one of the more uh, critical series of the weekend. I'd say probably the most critical might be Texas, Seattle, maybe, but Houston and Arizona, very critical series for both teams. You got JP France on the mound for Houston going against Zach motherfucking gallon for the diamondbacks. I know this is a little bit chalky for Arizona, but man in gallon, I trust minus minus one thirty. I think the D backs get it done at home. $10 bet on Arizona. That gallon has been very hit and miss for the last month and a half. He's been hit hard, and he's pitched well. Um, but you're telling me I can get the Astros with a plus line? It's principle. I, I got to lean Houston here. All right, let's X Chris backing me up. Zach Gallon, great at home. Yeah, absolutely. And, man, uh, I just I just think that Arizona's still in that dogfight for the playoffs. I know Houston is as well. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I just think that uh, – <laughs> T-backs get it done today. Maybe the rest of the weekend could go to Houston. But for this day only, I'll bet Arizona. Okay, we do have to slap together a DJ parlay. I don't know how much agreement we have. We do have the Cincinnati Reds that are in there, right? We do have Cincinnati. Um, let's see. The Fathers? Are we throwing the Fathers in there? Good. No. Color me crazy, but I think I'm okay with putting the A's in there. Okay. I Listen, I like that A's play. A little bit of a plus line here. And then... Uh, Philadelphia, the Philadelphia, or the or Fathers? Man. Probably. I'll let, I'll let Philadelphia you pick. game. Oh yeah, no, that Philadelphia game was just like bothering me. I think they get it done. I'll throw the Phillies in there. Why not? All right. So the DJ parlay will be Cincinnati Reds minus one hundred eight, Oakland plus one twenty five, Philadelphia minus one eighteen. The payout for that one is plus seven hundred three, and that will do it. Whew. Marathon show on this Friday. Lots of football. Oh my God. Lots of baseball even. But with that, Panther, take us home. It's a very, very bettable weekend, as you can tell from Panthers picks. You guys know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook and Twitter, but mostly exclusively right here in the asylum. Join our Discord channel and come in and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and the rest of the weekend. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools.
This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Mike Rowe here with a few thoughts on my favorite sweatshirt, a classic zip-up hoodie that used to be navy blue but has since faded to what the fashionistas call a distressed indigo. It's 13 years old, soft as a flannel bathrobe, and after a few hundred dirty jobs, demonstrably and undeniably indestructible. This is the kind of sweatshirt girlfriends like to permanently borrow, but I've held on to this one because I got it from American Giant. American Giant makes all their stuff right here in the USA so they can control every link in their own supply chain. That matters because when you buy American Giant, you not only get great quality, you create jobs for people in factory towns all over the country. No pressure, but if you give a damn about the business of making things in America, you got to support the companies who are doing it right. Go to American-Giant.com slash Mike to get 20% off your first order. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.